Welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast, the podcast about all things travel, be it destinations, food, having an amazing time, or what to pack for your next trip. With me today are my co-hosts, Zen, and our co-host at large, Lee. Hey. Hey. Oh, yes. So excited. <laughs> it's, it's the week after election, and this is... <laughs> it's just been weird. <laughs> no matter who you voted for, it's just been a strange week. So that is true. So <laughs> back to our podcast. Uh, as you can imagine, we've had a lot of time at home these past seven months, and we've been looking at a lot of the wonderful items that we've brought back from our travels. Some beautiful, some unusual, and some downright weird maybe. And today we're dedicating our podcast to these items and the stories behind them after a quick sponsor break. The events of this year have shaken the world and impacted our lives. At UC Irvine Division of Continuing Education, our mission of empowering lives through education has never been more important than now. Change your career, prepare for a promotion, start a business with our fully online certificate programs. Ready to start? You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. With adversity comes great strength. Find yours with us. Okay, so before we start sharing our stuff, let's talk a little bit about the origins of souvenirs. Souvenir is from the French word for a remembrance or memory. Now in Japan, and forgive me because I speak from the sake school of Japanese. <laughs> Souvenirs are known as homage um, and are frequently selected as meibutsu or products associated with a particular region. Now, bringing back homage from trips to co-workers and families is a social obligation and can be considered a form of apology for the traveler's absence. Aww. So we, I know. Oh, so I had to get you all my work yeah. for me. <laughs> Here's a magnet. Um, <laughs> so we agreed that we would talk about a few of our own personal favorites. And Zen insisted that at least one had to be a weirdo one. Well, <laughs> I thought it'd be fun. Actually, I think I got three weirdo ones. So. Oh, okay. Not, hashtag not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm going to save mine for last. But first, I'm going to start out with when I travel, the thing that I love to bring back because I'm working on being the world's greatest aunt is I bring back musical instruments that will totally tick off my siblings. <laughs> <laughs> I love bringing their kids drums, maracas, kazoos, like anything, pie, like little wind things, lots of stuff like that. So literally my nieces and nephews and my godchildren can all start their own band um, and release something amazing. I love it. Wow. That's hysterical. <laughs> you know, one year, uh, okay, I got this funny story. Like, my dad was bringing back some stuff. Uh, like, he had some nieces and nephews he had not seen forever, and they were a little tiny. And he's like, can you help me find stuff? So I went shopping with him for an afternoon, and he's like, I want to get this, this, this. And I'm like, Dad, they're like four and five. That's like paint. And that's like 
colored markers. And <laughs> if you, if I got those, you would be driven nuts because you always, you would be afraid I'm going to paint the walls and everything. And he looks at me, he goes, mm-hmm. why do I care? They're not my kids, <laughs> <laughs> but they'll, but they'll never forget me. <laughs> and they'll love me. That's well, and that's good. the thing is that my siblings are really clear when it comes to birthdays and Christmas or the holidays that they send out lists of things that I can't purchase. But when I travel, <laughs> all bets are off. So if there was a, like, I don't know, a, a Cuban version of finger paints that I could only get there, you bet your butt I would have like the Blue Man Groove version of finger paints and drums coming back with me. Uh, and good what, luck with customs. What? <laughs> What aren't you allowed to, what list is, what's on the list that you're not allowed to give them? Oh, well, literally anything that comes from the Blue Man Group. So, because the Blue Man Group actually did have a series of toys for kids. (laughs) That quickly made it to the don't buy list. Finger paints, um, drum sets, uh, lots of, and anything that involved like lots of small, small pieces. So if I would like, like I like to try to find like the most annoying sort of things. Games that like anything with batteries that you can't remove. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> singing, and dan- singing and dancing animals that do it to those songs that get in your head forever. Done. I bought them all. I buy them all. <laughs> the oh, singing fish. Awesome. Yep. So. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Um, okay. I don't, I got weird things again, but yeah. uh, not. Not, <laughs> not in that <laughs> level of meanness, but um, so Emily has heard this. You haven't heard this, Lee. So one of the things I like to do is I actually we Emily and I are on another podcast called um, Main Street UCI, which is about Disney. So I actually, when I'm in foreign countries, if there's a local Disneyland, if I have a chance, I will go try to make a day to go there, especially with my kid. Um, one of my favorite things that I've purchased over the years is something um, called a popcorn bucket. <laughs> Emily's going, oh my god, not called, the popcorn bucket. It's called a popcorn bucket. <laughs> yeah. What but, does it do? Hold popcorn. Now, now you're going, <laughs> a popcorn bucket like at a movie theater? And, and it's a little bit different. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't wait. So, in specifically, I th- saw this in Japan, like half a decade ago or something like that they used to they still sell these popcorn buckets that are shaped like disneyland characters and they are usually about 10 to i'm sorry 12 inches to 16 inches high and they're made out of abs plastic so some of them are in the shape of easter baskets some of them are in the shape of stitch from lilo and stitch like we have one is like it's a stitch and you when you open its head it actually cracks open where the mouth is and it's filled with popcorn and they're always filled with um in japan they offer things like soy sauce popcorn and they have like teriyaki popcorn and caramel popcorns Mm. so every vendor you would go you would get a different popcorn but as you walk around the park you start realizing how many different types of popcorn buckets there are because everyone it's like every third person is wearing these popcorn buckets, almost like a camera around their neck. It's a, I'm not kidding. It's it's a thing in Japan, and you'll see actually see a line that's like literally thirty to forty people deep waiting to get popcorn at these popcorn vendors, and they all have popcorn buckets wrapped around their necks. 
And I love it. They're really cool because when you bring them back, they look like little plastic sculptures. Mm. But when you're actually there, it's just kind of fun to walk around with these popcorn buckets with a strap around your neck. So <laughs> it's very obvious, you know, you're at Disneyland. So, so popcorn bucks is my um, number one kind of weirdo thing. Man, I don't know how I could follow either of you. Mine are very tame compared to your souvenirs. Um, I when I travel, I it's hard for me to find something that I either want for myself to bring back or um, to select for someone like family or friends to bring back for them. Cause I'm a person who likes to get things, gifts that are like practical and that have use out of them. (laughs) Um, Because I also try to travel light. So I don't want to stuff my suitcase with things that are just keychains or things like that, if that makes sense. But that being said, there was one year where I'll start with my weird one because that's the top of my head. But one year I went to, I think I was in Vietnam with my mom. And then we, instead of going directly back to the States, we stopped in Hong Kong for a couple of days. Uh, and my memory of Hong Kong is basically non-existent. I don't remember it that much at all, but I do know that we did a lot of shopping or like window shopping, the markets, outdoor markets and things like that. And we were looking for souvenirs. And one of the souvenirs that I very clearly recall, because we still have a ton of them in a drawer in our house, are keychains. But they're not keychains that just say like Hong Kong or something, because again, we wanted or I wanted the practical element. So they're keychains that are also nail clippers. (laughs) and i don't even know if we gave them to anyone because we still have at least three or four of them in our drawers at home but that's just like (laughs) never again did we get keychains that were nail clippers because that's just real weird to me (laughs) (laughs) but it seems like you see them in every gift shop for some strange yes it's it's weird they they trick you into thinking that people want these and people will use these (laughs) Well, and I'm just thinking, like, that that trip must have been pre-9-11. Well, you were coming back in, because I'm, like, now, I'm, like, trying to remember the last time I could carry nail clippers on without being, you know, like, I'm, That's like, oh, you, what? you got nail clippers? Like, it seems like the machete on, so. <laughs> Wait, you can't carry nail clippers onto the plane right now? I'm trying to remember. I know I got butt nail. Things may have loosened up, but I remember like the first year or two after 9-11, I had nail clippers taken out of my purse. That, but then I later on, I successfully traveled with a, um, a Swiss Army knife. I'm like, help me understand how you got the <laughs> nail clippers, but you missed the knife. Um, you, yeah. Okay. Before 9-11, this mm-hmm. is a true story. Um, Emily, you won't believe this. So, like, before 9-11, um, I used to travel a ton because there's opening franchises in the U.S. And I usually carry, um, a, like, a small pocket knife, and I usually put it into my carry-on. But this one year, I, like, I couldn't – I forgot. I brought, a like, a Leatherman multi-tool. Mm-hmm. And I actually had it. And then I went up to the gate – I went up to security and went, you know, I'm sorry. I don't know if I can carry this on, but I'm going to s- surrender this. And I pulled it out. Goes, what is it? I said, well, it's a multi tool. And he's like, oh, does it have a knife? I go, yeah. And, it, and he's like, and I pulled it out, showed him the knife. And he goes, he looks at it, and it's you know, it's like a four inch knife. Mm-hmm. And he looks at it, like folds it back up. It's like, yeah, you're good. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I walked onto the plane with a knife, and I'm like, 
I thought I, yeah, I thought Honestly. I was going to get jumped and, you know, like call, <laughs> security called and anyways. That, boys and girls, is why honesty is the best policy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that was before um, 9-11 and now it's just like, like you said, nail clippers or threat, anything mm-hmm. that's mildly threatening. Moose, mm-hmm. hair moose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess it's my turn. Um, the other interesting, like when I tried to think of something beyond the usual sort of um, souvenirs, one thing that I brought back that I still have, though it doesn't fit, I had one of those custom suits made in um, in Vietnam. Uh, yes, and it was in, in a very, you know, Eastern looking suit. And, and I've worn it to a couple of occasions back in the day. Now, probably not. Uh, but yeah, it was one of those, it was gorgeous, bright red and... Um, and silk and just absolutely lovely. Now, what, now, what was I thinking? Like, oh yeah, I'm going to wear this all the time to that Asian themed thing I'm going to, um, (laughs) or I'll be invited to like a unit United colors of Benetton ad or something, but, um, but I have it just in case. So yeah. So that's one of my souvenirs. Like, what was I thinking? It seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, but it looks lovely in my closet. I can only imagine. But that's the thing. Like in Vietnam, I haven't been back in years, but that's one of the things whenever I talk to people who have gone or who want to go, that's on their kind of bucket list of things to do in Vietnam is just to get something custom made because it's so affordable and they like it's custom tailored to fit you. Mm-hmm. If only I stayed that size. <laughs> Actually, Emily, if you have a chance, there's a... Um, Top Gear episode. So it's like, you know, have you seen Top Gear? Or are you familiar I with Top Gear? I have heard. I'm familiar with it. Yes. Okay. They. It's a British television show. And these guys kind of talk about cars, but it's mostly them doing stupid things. And they actually have a uh, two episode um, f- two episode series where they actually go to um, Vietnam. And it's actually while they're being doing stupid things in Vietnam, it's actually very, very informative about Vietnam. And one Ooh. of the things they do is they actually get suits made. But of course, the suits that they get made make them all look, look like they're pimps. But, <laughs> you know, of course, but but you know they go to the different like I mean it's it's really 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 interesting. And they actually go down the Ho Chi Minh Trail on um, on motorcycles. Hmm. Whoa! Fascinating. So, anyways, it's 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 kind of educational at the same time, just stupid fun. So, <laughs> I like it. A good combination. Yeah. yeah. Am I up next? I think I'm up next, right? Yes. Okay. I have another uh, weird one. I got a lot of weird ones. That's the. <laughs> that's the. Um, I will go with. Um, uh, I got a rock. So this- <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what what do we talk about souvenirs? Souvenirs are things as a remembrance, right? Mm-hmm. And so, when you go somewhere, you just pick something up to help you remember that thing by. So, lots of times you go, "Oh, I got this coffee mug when I was in London." That's you know, so that's my thing. Well, in this particular case, um, I was at the Palace of Versailles, mm-hmm. 
And I did look for a lot of things at the Palace of Versailles for like a souvenir, and I couldn't find anything. So when I was walking the paths in the gardens, one of the things I noticed was, I don't know if you guys, have you guys been to the Palace of Versailles in the gardens? No, not to my memory. Okay. When you go to the Palace of Versailles, the back end is the gardens, and the gardens are absolutely gorgeous. Um, but what's interesting is all the pathways are rock pathways. And when you look at the rocks, they're actually shards of marble. It's all hundreds and hundreds of shards of marble. And I think I I would, someone would have to verify this with me. Um, But I assume when they're building the actual palace, all the leftover marble that they didn't know what they did to do with it, they just crushed it up and turned it into pathways. <laughs> Ooh. So nice. <laughs> I may or may not have swiped a pathway rock or two that's sitting <laughs> on my mantle. That's actually very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're, you know, they're like little ones, like an inch, you know, just like an inch by like half an inch thick. Cause they're, since they're marble, they're kind of like shard rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I may have one or two of those on my mantle. That's I'm awesome. Interpol has been activated right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's not, that reminds me, I have rocks too, and I forgot that they count as souvenirs for some reason. Um, I too have a rock that was kind of not allowed to be taken, but I took it um, from the, what is it called? Oh my gosh. In Greece, the, um, the Acropolis. Ooh. Yeah. See? Yes. See? My, all my friends and I, well, all of them, there's three of four of us, and we were all looking for rocks just because it was like exactly what you said, Sam. We were we wanted a souvenir, but we didn't there was nothing really that tickled our fancy and like reminded of the Acropolis except for the rocks themselves. Because <laughs> it's exactly basically what you said about Palace of Versailles. It's all the ruins kind of, and then you look down and it's not just regular rock, it's like marble and yeah rock. yeah it's cool so we were all looking and i think only two of us were able to get away with it the other two of us uh were caught and were asked to replace like bring back the rock to their original resting place how did they how did they get caught <laughs> uh, i think they were being too too cavalier about holding a rock from the ground <laughs> oh wait how big is your rock uh mine was like the Smaller than a fist, but it's pretty decent size. Oh my god! Yeah, wow. it's pretty rough. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like talking about like I bend down to tie my shoelace and I can tuck it in a shoelace kind of size. <laughs> <laughs> Not us. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, rocks definitely like the definitely have a cool place in um, my shelving right now i have a couple different rocks from places but not to steal your rock souvenir idea <laughs> uh, i'll do it i'll do a follow-up uh souvenir thing i have gotten really into taking the little mini um what what are they called like lotions and body washes from hotels Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, who I mean, I feel like that's a normal thing, right? Um, yeah. So we'll ask for like extra just to take more with us home. Um, but yeah, those are always fun because when you use, not only are they free <laughs> and like travel size, 
But when you use them, you're reminded of like, this smell is from XYZ place that I was at. So I like that. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I stick them into my um, guest bathroom for when guests come over. (laughs) You know, like, so they have like a set of shampoo and everything. Yeah, just use that, you know, so Mm -hmm. if they forget anything. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I, I don't even, con- it's the funny thing is I don't even consider them as souvenirs. I right. Just, <laughs> extension of the, of the Yes. <laughs> like I had meals and stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one of the interesting things that I got um, was I also like to mail myself things so that I, it, like, it kind of keeps the trip alive. Um, and so I once mailed myself um, a salmon postcard. Like literally it is like, you know, smoked salmon in a, a slightly thicker type of large postcard. And so I mailed it to myself from, from Alaska. <laughs> so I had like, I came home and a, a few days later I had salmon waiting for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so that was one of my, like, and I didn't have to carry it back. And I, by then I had already forgotten. So it was, it was kind of a neat thing. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah, you find that. them all well, you used to be able to find them all the time in in Alaska. So, I, it's been a few years, but I bet bet it, they still do it. I'll have, to, I'll have to check next time somebody gets to go. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Who's up? Does that make it's it you. me again? Uh, okay. Back to you. So, last one. Um there is, I might have mentioned this a while ago, but I'm going to bring it up again. There is something called, this is the funniest thing. It even has a Wikipedia entry. Oh. <laughs> and it's called an Indio Picaro. And um, the way to translate it is um, saucy Indian. Okay. (laughs) From Spanish, essentially. And it's a traditional Chilean wooden statue um, referencing a Mapuche uh, Indian. Okay. And if you look at look at these things, they're like usually they're about eh, about eight inches tall, about four inches in diameter, and it's the worst type of stereotype. Um of an Indian. So it's like the Cleveland Indians logo, the mascot. Mm. It's like a, it's kind of like that type of, it's a kind of a negative stereotype, but it's a little wooden sculpture. And when you pick it up, it is designed in such a way that when you, so it's like a little, it's almost like cartoonish in, um, in scale, you know, it's like, it's like big head, medium sized body, really huge feet. When you pick it up, it's articulated in such a way that there's like a... And once again, these are wood kind of statues. When you pick it up, it's articulated that it lets you know if it's a boy or if it's a girl. (laughs) 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 And the boy is happy to see you when you pick it up. Well well said, well said. Keeping it PG. I'm trying to keep it PG and it's a, it's a gag gift and you see them in these kind of traditional areas where it's like, you're looking at it, It's like, Oh, look at all this beautiful pottery and look at this type of thing. And then when you walk over to it, it's like, what is that? And then you pick it up. Bam. There you go. <laughs> wow. 
And so you've got a whole bunch of those, right? You've got a drawer no. full of them. <laughs> I do have one. I, You know what? I can't figure out where I put the darn thing, too. I was looking for it because I wanted to take a picture and send it to you guys um, <laughs> uh, before it was picked up, of course. But, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very, very interesting. So look it up. It's called an Indio Picaro. It has its own Wikipedia entry. <laughs> and I had never seen It's something uniquely Chilean as far as I know. I like it. I will definitely look that up because I want to know what that. <laughs> I want to know if what I'm imagining is what it looks like. They actually have a photograph of it, but they have it sitting on a um, mantle or something. Got so. it. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess this is the last round, right? So yeah, I will go. I'll end with the nice, nice souvenir. So, like I said when we started, I like practical things or things that I can kind of put to use after um kind of get that with your hotel souvenirs um but for actual souvenirs like what gifts I buy I'll tend to buy like for my friends I'll buy jewelry so necklaces or earrings or something like that that's kind of unique to the place that I went to um and then I'll buy it for myself obviously too so I can enjoy it um so in Greece they um they have this i it's like the greek eye that i'm sure you see everywhere like when you look up greek grecian icons or grecian lore or something like this but it's basically the eye is supposed to watch over you and kind of ward off evil so i bought myself a necklace i bought my sister-in-law a necklace i bought my best friend a necklace so that's kind of like my thing if i were to give gifts um another thing i really like uh i did when i was younger i don't do it so much anymore but playing cards i used to buy playing cards almost everywhere we went because you can never have too many playing cards and they always look so cool when it's like from a different place oh yeah Uh, yeah and then what else doing three in one (laughs) and then the (laughs) other thing i did when i was younger prompted the thought because so zen does like a question of the day every day and so today he asked us if we still keep our um, stuffed animals when we were younger and I do still keep my stuffed animals and I want to say like at least half of them are from my travels that was like the thing that I would buy or my mom would buy for me as like a reminder as my souvenir so I have like I have um a little doll from Alaska, like a real Alaskan doll. I have a sea otter stuffed animal from when I went to like an aquarium. And that was like a super cool souvenir um, growing up too. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Actually, nice to end on. <laughs> you know what? I, you know, um, so the question of the day, we, we all work together and I threw out a question um, that, so just for interaction amongst all of our um, colleagues because we don't get to see each other. And I asked the question was like, do you still, there was a survey showing that 44% of adults have their childhood stuffed animals. I think I'm the only guy in our office that still has his stuffed animals, but going on your thought, Emily, is that um, Starbucks, uh, lots of people come back with the Starbucks mugs. Yes. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. For the longest time, they used to sell Starbucks baristas. <gasps> really? Have you seen them? No, I've oh, not. Okay. It took a moment to process. Okay, because I'm like, <laughs> that would be illegal. That is <laughs> 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 
they're they're adorable. Yeah, <laughs> they're about fourteen inches. Um, they're called Starbucks baristas, mm-hmm. and for the longest time, they actually had Starbucks baristas for different countries. That's so Ooh. cute. Yeah, so you would go to China. And you could get one, um, especially for things like Year of the Dragon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you could get a Year of the Dragon. So I got some from, like, I think I have one from, I don't know why I have one, from, like, Seattle. And there's, like, one we got from mainland China. And so we have a, a bunch of these bears, and they are all unique from around the world. And you only can get the China one in China. That's so, awesome. That's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. So cool do they well do that anymore or is that like discontinued that thing kind of discontinued i don't i've I never seen them think they're kind of they can be seasonal seasonal mm. i don't know i mean used to be i mean used to be they were constantly out like 15 to 20 years ago they were like anywhere you went to starbucks they were there and now it seems like they're more seasonal of an item got it mm. Uh, my last thing, I, only because I lost track and didn't realize my third one was my third one. My weirdest thing was a Russian military hat, which I literally bought off of a Russian soldier in uh, Petropavlovsk, Kamchatka, Russia. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the story behind that. <laughs> yeah. So I was in Eastern Russia in 2004 and there were some um, Russian naval officers and I mean, they looked all of 12 and I would, you know, we were kind of talking in like really belabored English and my Russian was just like spasiba and stuff like that. And I, then one of them took their hat off. It was like, you like, and I'm like, I like, he's like, and Jen Rupel. And I'm like, okay, here you go. And so, yeah, <laughs> so I still have to this day that, um, that Russian hat. So, That's and amazing. it's real. It, it's absolutely real. I've actually shared it with, um, I actually met someone who is from Russia and had served, you know, had, did some you know, military service. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's real. And I'm like, okay, good. Just making sure. You know, that kid's still in a gulag for losing his hat. <laughs> I was going to say, no. what <laughs> <laughs> but he had like 10 bucks. And, you know, at the time he probably could have bought like, I don't know. A, really a cool lot of outfit. drinks for the evening. Yeah, oh, definitely a shit, a, a, a lot of vodka. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> <right>, my bad. <laughs> a prolific amount of vodka. So yeah, so there's my. That's my weird one. No nudity, but. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, they do sell. I had to look it up. They do have baristas. This year, they have one for Christmas. The holiday barista is a bear in flannel pajamas. Oh, Red final pajamas, yeah. Oh, so, now I want to find one. But used to be they had one for like Halloween. They used to have like a Easter bunny one. They used to, anyways. That's wow. super cute. Raincoat ones and stuff. So. They probably started running out of ideas. It's like, bar, you know, like so many Barbies, you know, it's like, okay, wait a second. How many can we put in flannel? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I actually looked, I, I think the one this winter, they say it's 179th edition. Whoa. So there must be over 179 different baristas. Wow. That's amazing. So it's a strange hobby to have. Plus, mm-hmm. getting one from another country makes it even more interesting, I think. Oh, my gosh. I was Googling, too, because I wanted to know what the, um, like the most recent one looks like. And since it's the year of the rat, they have 
a bear that's in like it looks like a one of I can't think of words today like a not a jumpsuit but like a onesie of a mouse or a rat fuzzy onesie but it's oh. he has a bear face but we ha- he has like little mouse ears <laughs> yeah they at one year they had kind of like the hipster barista where like they were wearing like a sling bag and <laughs> you know one of those kind of things <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, the googling that will take place now seriously yeah. <laughs> all right that covered a lot of ground actually we got some cute stuff we got some weird stuff <laughs> um any last honorable mentions or th- nope think we're good good all right yeah. cool <laughs> thought we'd give it a chance okay so thank you so much for tuning into our souvenirs from around the world podcast what do you guys think uh let us know if you have some cool or funky weird souvenirs that you've collected um we would love to know so you can check us out on our social media channels where you can find other photos of our adventures from around the world interesting articles and more Mia Paris is a University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge, or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. Thanks again for, t- for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Ciao.